Welcome to another episode of the syndicated podcast, Slaying Your Giants. I'm King David Haynes, your host. Glad to be here today. We have a very special guest today. Our guest today is Miss Christina Kane. She is an international speaker, a publicist, a best-selling author, and a media coach. She is an anointed woman of God who has agreed to be with us today and give us inspiration, uh, share with our listeners from her experience, wisdom, uh, strength, and hope. And I just want to welcome you right now. Christina, how are you? King David, I am well. Thank you so much for having me on the program today. It's an honor. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and we thank you for being here. We'll get right into it. We'll just uh, go before the Lord right quick. Uh, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus giving thanks for another day, Lord, that wasn't promised to us. Thank you, Father, for the rain, the beauty of the world that you give us to enjoy. Thank you, Father, for all of the blessings that you bestow upon us, Father. Thank you, Lord, for those that are listening that have been healed and delivered from the various addictions, incarcerations, and other negative events in their lives. We thank you, Father, for Christina being with us today and making room in her schedule. And for all who hear my voice, Father, we just pray that your will be done in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, Christina, let's get right into it. I I, I noticed uh, that you are the purpose restorer speaker when you speak. And you are a dot Yes, you are and you are a dynamic speaker. And can can you go into uh the purpose, I know what you're saying there. You help individuals to restore their purpose that God intended for them. And I'd like you to just speak a little bit about that to us. Yes. So, you know, King David, right? At, at the end of the day, we all have an amazing purpose. We have a plan for our lives, you know, that God has orchestrated, you know, while we were yet in our mother's womb. And it's amazing because I think there are so many people um, who understand that. They have that knowing, that feeling that they are here for something amazing. Um, and at the end of the day, it takes, um, you know, it takes some failures. It takes some faith. It takes, you know, a launching out into doing what God has, you know, ordained for you to do. And so we, you know, myself and my family have a, a ministry and we've been able to bring so many, um, you know, God's children into their purpose. 
we help them figure that out. We also have what is called prophetic roundtables, and we'll prophesy over individuals. And, you know, God gives pieces to each and every one of us, but it kind of helps, you know, make that puzzle a lot more clear in the direction that individuals should walk into. And so, at the, you know, we're here to do a specific thing to reach a certain group of people, and through um, keynote addresses that I offer going to churches or, or whether it's workshops for media coaching, we're able to help individuals find out what that purpose is, and they can even monetize it. Amen. Amen. That is that is powerful. I I know you you work with your mother and your sister in the in this ministry, and you guys are are very effective. You are the co-executive producer of the Prophetic Pulse Channel. And yes. yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, so it's, you know, um, as a part of our purpose, right? So, you know, the Lord has specifically spoken to us that, you know, as long as we stay, and we always say this, listen, you, you hear that expression, right, where you hear people say, stay in your lane. <laughs> right, right. It's really true. So when you're operating in purpose, uh, God will bless what he has called you to do. And so you'll see doors open. And so um, God has called us to share this amazing gospel, this life-changing, transformational gospel through the, the outlets of media. So whether that's on social media, television, radio, um, we have podcasts, you know, that's how we've been able to, to share positive but you know, relevant um, messages with our followers and, and, and you know, and, and point point them to Christ. And that's what we're doing. So that's a podcast that we've, um, you know, at, we've had a television show, we've had podcasts. It just depends on the season of what God would have us to do in that hour. Amen. Amen. So now what what's, uh, what's your podcast? Yeah, so that's, so it's amazing. We've used the prophetic pulse, which it's, what is it? So what is the prophetic pulse? The prophetic pulse has also been a station. It's also been a podcast. But what it does is it takes, you know, everything that's happening in the world today, whether it's a hot topic, a discussion, a conversation, um, you know, a news story, and we literally will dissect that with, you know, um, with my sister and I or whoever, whatever guests we have on the show. And we dissect it through a prophetic lens. And we say, listen, I know you see this. But let's look at it a little bit different, and let's look at it through the eyes of God. And and it's it's amazing because we address the same issues in the world, but we we just do it with a different um, uh, lens. I got and, you. And that brings enlightenment. Mm -hmm. I got you. Amen. I uh, yeah. I, I noticed the the prophetic leaning. Uh, you spoke earlier, and you you guys uh, uh, worked that in you know, to your programs with other individuals. And I saw that you had a special gift of prophecy when you were younger. Is that correct? Can, you are, is this something that, is this something that you can uh, tell us about? Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, my grandmother who passed away two years ago at 96, um, was just amazing. So I have three sisters, there's four girls. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we would have the same dream on the same night. 
and we would wake wow. up and we would say, oh, this happened. And she'd be like, no, I, was, I, I had that dream. Or these things have happened from the time we were little girls or we just knew we would say something. Somebody would pass or something was going to happen. We dreamt it and we would, you know, it's, and come to find out later in life through our grandmother's tutelage and going to Sunday school and being in church, um, you know, we learned that we had a prophetic gift that was passed, um, you know, it, it, it's our heritage in our bloodline. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's powerful. And so even with our kids, <laughs> my nieces, my nephews, you know, we train them in the prophetic by the time they're young so that when they're older, they'll know the voice of God. They'll know how to walk into what God has for them. And they'll know how to, you know, leave that, which is only a distraction. And so the prophetic ministry is just something that we use in everyday life. And we also teach our kids from young. And it even, you know, I was even able to write a book about it. And it's touching those who may never even enter the four walls of church, but it's changing their lives. Because once you know the voice of God, you will never be led astray. It'll be that much more difficult. Amen. And this is this is just great. That leads us. Uh, you mentioned your book. Your book is You Can Hear God. What uh, what led you? What inspired you to write this book? You know, I from you know, I, I was just sharing with you from the time I was young, I would say things and it would happen and, you know, or I would see catastrophes or um, just a lot of different things happen. And so, you know, at 27, I had a supernatural encounter with the Lord that radically transformed my life. And remember, I, I had just said to you that I always grew up in church. Right. At 27, the Lord said to me, he said this, King David, this is powerful. He said, Christina, had you died before this time, you would be in hell. Wow. And I... And I said, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, you, you must have the wrong girl, because <laughs> that's how I talked to Daddy God. I'm like, well, uh-uh. I said, I always fought for you. Are you kidding? I'm in love with you. How could I be on my way to hell? And I understand that when it says that we are a new creation in Christ, because guess what? If we're still doing what we did prior to accepting Jesus, then we're not really saved, because there is an actual transformation that ha happens to a real, authentic child of God. You won't want to be in the club on a Saturday and then go to church on Sunday. You won't want to be shacking up with an individual and you know it's not your husband. Not because of these strict rules, but because you know it doesn't please your father. Amen. So that change happened at 27 for me. And um, he said, you teach people, Chris. He says, you teach them how to hear from me from young. He said, because it will change their lives if they can hear my voice and apply it. Amen. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I'm I'm just uh amazed uh and grateful to hear somebody uh who who believes a lot of the same things that I do, uh who who looks at it in the same way uh that you know the 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 power of God in your life causes change, and it causes uh, the darkness to be pushed out. If if you are still dabbling with with those things that that you've always been dabbling with, uh, you 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 still have room. 
to grow and and you have room to come closer to God but don't fool yourself it's it's not a matter of how many times we've gone to church and and it's more to it than that uh, I just uh, in in my book uh, I I spoke of when when God got through to me uh, well enough where I could hear his voice uh, and take instruction from him uh, he led me to believe that that many of the addictions and and problems that people have are a form of spiritual warfare and you have you have to uh, you know everyone is not ready to receive that uh, but when I start realizing that the enemy was winning and had me on this path that I was on and start realizing that we were at war and had been at war whether you knew it or not it really affected me and changed me do you let me ask you that do you believe that that uh that we are out here today in the world now and many of us are are under spiritual warfare Okay, King David. See, I wasn't going to go here on today, but of course, to speak about it. Absolutely, yes. We are a media ministry, right? Okay. And, um, just re just recently, I will say this to you: our ministry has come into it under attack, in which our Twitter page has been um, stripped from us because of a nationalist group. Um, I'll just come out and say what it is. A white nationalist group um, has attacked our ministry for speaking out about inequality and other uh, controversial topics. Oh, no. We're literally going through cyberbullying, yes, at a high level. We had to report this to the feds. Um, these things are happening, and they happen as a result of spiritual warfare to silence those voices who are saying, thus saith the Lord, and is not backing down. Amen. Amen. And and so for the for you you guys listening, uh, you know it's time to put on your whole armor of God, as we say in Ephesians chapter six, as the Bible says, uh, because the spiritual warfare uh, could have a big part in why you remain addicted, or even you guys who have overcome your addictions and are trying to uh you know be freed and become the the fathers and the mothers the leaders of your families leaders at 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 your jobs just to re get your life restored just be aware and read the word that you know it's more going on than what we see in this physical realm yeah and yeah. Go right ahead, Christina. I, I just, uh, I, I wanted to talk to you uh, about, you know, the listeners. I, I've had so many that are, that I know that have gone through, uh, you know, 
incarcerations and and the system kind of that we have here in this country intends to bury you uh, because of the mistakes you have made. But there are some that have experienced a change and whom God is trying to restore uh, to their rightful places. And and I think you are are very good at speaking on leadership. And I know you are a leader. And so I wanted to ask you, do you lead from intuition? Oh, great question. So, and first let me just say this to you. I have to say this because as you were speaking a little earlier today, the Lord was already showing me some things about you and your ministry. And I just wanted to show and give you honor. The Bible says to give honor to whom honor is due. And I want you to know that the Lord sees your sacrifice day in, day out, that you are really a vessel that is just sold out to God. And um, I just wanted to encourage you as a host of what you're doing and how important it is. Well, amen. In the spirit. <laughs> well, amen. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. No, and I, and I saw this grass that was brown. I saw like a picture of this grass that was brown and looked withered. And I said, and the Lord said, he has a deliverance ministry. And I said, oh, God, that's awesome. So, I, you know, the Lord speaks in a lot of pictures for me. And I said, well, what's, why is it brown? And he said, because he's the one that will speak life. And well, something that is brown can turn green and fertile again. And he was showing me that that's what you're doing for your listeners and, and countless others that are, you know, countless souls. That that's what you do. Something that looks like it's old and 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 there's nothing good about it and, and as you speak life and you tend to it it becomes fertile again it it it, it, it can grow and, and and bloom and so god bless you for what you do oh that is so powerful thank you thank you uh i just uh i love you know my my father uh used to teach us and tell us uh you know about finding that work that we love uh, eventually, and I had lived a, a whole life and never experienced that until uh, God changed my life, and and I finally found uh, the work, my purpose, you know, if you will, uh, and it does, yeah, and it doesn't even seem like work. Uh, to me, yes. yeah, yeah, and my my dad used to my dad used to say, I mean, if 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 one if y'all are doing the same job and this guy loves it, and you can't stand to be there, he's gonna beat you every day because he loves oh my God. it. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a chance against him, and I've I've known that, but I've I've just always been working you know, for money and to pay bills and, and what have you. But I, I, uh, I thank God and I just praise him every day, uh, for the things that, that I went through. And, and as he changed me, the things that happened as I was in prison, uh, is, is where, you know, so much of the change occurred. The people, the people's lives that I was able to 
affect in some small way. Uh, but I finally found this thing that I love to do. And so, uh, Amen. yeah, and, and God made it possible. And that's why we're here uh, today. But you, uh, uh, so, so we have these, this group of people uh, that have, you know, overcome the physical addictions. Uh, they've they've been released. Uh, the loved ones are listening. It may be the grandmothers, the husbands, the wives, but they have to go on, and they are part of families. They can be leaders themselves, mm-hmm. and 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 in all in many different ways. So I'd like I got another question for you. Why do leaders fail? That's a powerful question. So at the end of the day, right, we we have we are all leaders in, in some aspect of our lives, whether that's, uh, you know, on a job, whether that's at church, whether that's, um, God forbid, an emergency should happen and you're there. You have leadership that will arise. You know, there's, we're leaders in many different aspects of our lives. Um, even in friendships, you're that person that people go to to get, you know, wisdom and counsel. And so why do leaders fail? One, I do believe that we experience failure sometimes as a result to keep us humble. I do believe that, mm. but also to learn from, from failure. I think that there is amazing wisdom that comes from, you know, from, from stubbing your toe or to having to fall for a minute, mm. stumble a bit, and, and get back up. It's, it's priceless gems in the process of what allowed you to stop and crumble for a moment. We're not supposed to get stuck. But that, that can happen too. But as for leadership, why? I think it's because when we get so caught up in the success as well, and we start to discount, we forget what got us there. Mm. We forget to have, um, you know, godly wisdom around us. And then the, the, the thing of it too is sometimes the busyness of life, where we stop seeking God the way we did prior to receiving that promotion. Amen. That Amen. Yeah, so... All of these things. I mean, it's not having godly counsel around. It's about, you know, you being so busy, you can no longer hear the instruction of God. And it's also when you get caught up in thinking it's about you. It's so many different ways that leaders can fail. Okay, let me stop you right there, Christina. We're going to take a a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Slaying Your Giants a syndicated podcast brought to you by our sponsor, Dewey's Barbecue Market. Dewey's is a purveyor of fine meats, Texas-style hardwood fire pit barbecue since 1951, hickory smoked meats prepared in Texas African-American tradition. Dewey's offers whole briskets, hams, ribs, Polish sausages, and smoked turkeys. Visit our website, Dewey'sBBQMarket.com. I'm going to spell that D-E-W-E-Y-S-B-B-Q-Market.com. Place your order today. Okay, we're back with Miss Christina Kane, an anointed woman of God. Let's, uh... Let me ask you a couple of questions here before we get back on our leadership topic, because you make such a good point 
everybody, all of us that are battling are leaders somewhere. And and I want to get back to that, but I never have asked you, where where were you born? Where are you from? <laughs> yes, yeah, so, King David, I am born and bred right here in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, yeah, Boston. I'm a Northeastern girl. Yes. Red Sox, hello, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. I actually uh, spent a year of my life uh, in a town called Ayer, Massachusetts. In and out, in and out of there. Uh, back in my military days, there was a, a base there. Uh, so uh, I, I really like Boston, Kenmore Square. <laughs> and they can never pronounce I'm so uh, listen you just pronounced the name right there are towns that are spelled people say Worcester it's Worcester I mean, it's yeah Worcester, Worcester here, yeah so. <laughs> right <laughs> I, 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 when I first saw the spelling of that, that you know uh, that got me too it's Worcester though Okay, exactly. <laughs> okay. So yeah. let's go back to because you you own to something here, and and everyone can benefit as we go about you know our daily lives, and 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 we try to find our own purpose that God has us here for. And so I want to ask you what what is one characteristic that you believe every leader should possess whether he's leading in the home at work at church uh wherever he's leading one characteristic oh gosh hand king david hands down integrity that is a word that is sadly just not in operation in this day and age enough definitely integrity speak integrity will keep you on the straight and narrow integrity um, is when no one is watching and you make the right decision integrity is hiring the best person for the job regardless of the color of their skin integrity is telling the whole hearty truth from Genesis to Revelation not taking out pieces because you're uncomfortable with it integrity is missing every it's, it's missing in our communities in our schools in government and politics mm. and, I, and I believe that is what's needed to see effective leadership that from the head down flows in, in such a way that you know it, 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 it'll provide for the next generation and, and I don't think we have that, which is why we have rebellious acts day in and day out, primarily here in the United States. We have strong, we don't have strong leadership at, at the top right now. Amen. Okay, so now we, we, we spoke a minute ago about why leaders fail. They become overconfident, yeah. things become too good. How do you bounce back from a failure? Uh, Lord knows I've had enough of them. But yeah, yeah, and, and but we're we're speaking. You know, who knows who's listening? What point in the process they are at? Uh, so failure has struck. How do we bounce back from failure? Well, I think that 
great question. You know what, I'm going to use our personal experience that we are very much still going through right now with law enforcement, the FBI, trying to investigate why we've become a target, our ministry specifically. You're like, hey, listen, these are Christian women. What, who would want to bother them? So, right, but at the end of the day, um, our, our checking accounts were hacked. Oh, man. Threats. We received, I mean, anything that could go wrong, our computers were hacked. And this is still going on today, and so we lost our Twitter accounts that, you know, so, you know, unlike God, wait a minute here. We have done everything that you have told us to do, and now they're doing character assassination. They create fake, um, they, they Photoshop, they create fake lies, and it makes it look like you're the, the, the person saying this. And so, um, how do you bounce back from this? I'll tell you, it's leaning on the word of God, where he says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. And, and it's... Yeah, so you can just say, you know what, God, whatever, whatever has to go, Lord, whatever, whatever is going wrong, I surrender it to you. But God, as long as I have you, I know that I will come through this storm. Because at one point or another, we've all gone through storms, turbulent storms. And so at the end of the day, any real child of God can testify that he has brought us through each and every one. We may come through beaten, busted, and disgusted, but we <laughs> made it through. Yes. And, and he's a God of restoration. So just holding on to him and knowing that he's not going to forsake you. That, that is it's, it's the number one thing that will take us through every time. Yes, and will bring you through uh, the gratitude uh, it, it, it'll bring you through every time, uh, knowing, knowing in, in your heart of hearts that, that God is with you and he will not forsake you. He, he never promised us that, you know, there was going to be no more mountains to climb and battles to fight. Uh, it, nobody ever promised us that. And, and, but he will never forsake you. And he has a plan where, you know, I may get caught up looking at the circumstances and, but, but yeah. God has a plan for your life. If you would step out in faith and follow him, he will lead you out of the darkness. I guarantee you that. So now. Now, we're speaking of all these leaders that are listening, and I'd, I'd ask you this. They say that leaders are born and not made. Is this true? Is this true? You know, I think that some people have been blessed into a family where they have seen leadership uh, displayed. So that, yes, it may seem like they have a, um, you know, a heads up on everyone else because, They've just come from a situation where the mom had great leadership, the dad, and so they got to experience these um, amazing traits for success um, from a young age. But I don't believe that leaders can't be made. I know for a fact King David <laughs> was, was, was a leader, and he, he, he learned his leadership being out there as a shepherd boy. So no one can tell me that leadership cannot be learned, and it's a different journey for each and every one of us. You know, um, but I do believe that leaders, by being positioned, and this is why mentorship is so huge, it's having men and women in your lives that can lead you, that can say, you know what, I went the rough side up, I made this mistake, you don't have to go this path. And so it's having those voices in our lives that will teach us, and even correct us, because we've gotten to be 
I don't know what it is about people don't want to be corrected anymore. But, <laughs> you know, those that I love, I, I chase, you know, I chase them. And, and so he does, and, and he's, he's a daddy that says, you know what, you need to get your butt beat in a bit. You're out of control. And, and that's okay. And so that's what I said. We need that type of, um, you know, mentorship in place to develop leadership skills. Well, you, you, you used a great example there. Uh, of King David, uh, uh, God was really God knew what He had in store, and just you just think of that. Uh, God knew before, and when David was in his mother's womb, that he would one day face the giant Goliath, and yes. so God has him as a young boy out tending his father's flock. And a bear and a lion came and took a lamb from the flock. And David killed both of them and rescued the lamb. And the people don't see that part. That that day he's facing Goliath. That Yeah, they see this is a, a young boy. But this is a young boy that's already killed a bear and a lion. So, so he has been prepared. He's, he knows where strength comes from, and he is a leader. So God is there taking us through things, showing us things. We fail, we fall down from time to time. But as Christina says, some of the greatest learnings have come from failure. And 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 we just uh, we thank you so much for being here. So how do you deal? How do you deal? This is something that everybody goes through. How do you deal with difficult people in your life, whether they be on your job or at church or you know you you are this aspiring leader. We want you back, you know, in the position God intended for you. You're going to run into difficult people in your life. How do you deal with difficult people, Christina? Yeah, King David, that's awesome. You know, at the end of the day, I growing up, I was a rebel. I, I definitely was a rebel. Hmm. And, um, and so what's great about that, I was very vocal as well. It got me into, into some trouble. Absolutely, it did, right? Um, I wasn't refined. And so what I love about God at the end of the day is, is he's a God that isn't going to change the fact that I was a rebel. He's just going to change the course of what I'm fighting for. Mm. And God is amazing like that. So what he did was he's like, no, we're going to refine you, and you're still going to be a rebel for my kingdom. All right. <laughs> to defy religiosity and, and those who would try to enslave and those who would teach false doctrine, you're going to fight that so that people can be liberated. Amen. So that's what I love about God. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I want to encourage people that, you know, God is going to use you. There is a process. There is this refining that we go through. And, and you don't, and it, there are a lot of people who would love for you to totally be a different person. God has designed your personality with purpose in mind. 
what the way you behave, the way you respond, all of these things. It may need some fine tuning. He'll put you through some, you know, some trials that will, you know, that will make you exactly what you need to be to be effective for the kingdom. And so I, you know, even in my own life, I can say that at the end of the day, I've seen um, how I would respond. I was a Peter. If you if you said something crazy to me, I was ready to cut your ear off. About <laughs> it, that's just how I responded. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to take me through some things. So that wasn't the immediate reaction. And so I'm not saying that girl's not there. When I, when God needs me to war for something, oh, that warrior comes back out. I just have learned to temper it. Amen. And that's what, you know, I want to encourage everyone today. Don't despise your personality. God has something in plan for it. You are uniquely, wonderfully made. He's just going to take you through some things so that it won't be your downfall, but it'll be a breakthrough. Amen. Amen. That We know that, uh, uh, what does the Bible say? Even gold is tested by the fire. And yeah. iron sharpens iron. So we do go through the process of being refined just in the stuff I do uh, you know it was suggested to me that I could reach many more people with a, a podcast and the message God gave me to put out I could I could broadcast it and and reach even more people but I didn't know how to do it and I had to be refined. You know, I'm from the South and, you know, they, (laughs) they say we talk slow, but we don't think slow. But, you know, I, I, I just, I had to get better. I, I, I can do it better now than in the beginning. I got refined. I'm still being refined. Uh, you make, you make wonderful points and I want you guys to take it to heart that whatever path God has you on, you you there's a beginning, and then comes refinement. You know you you can fail, but you can get back up. You know these this this whole process of what Christina has been talking about the 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 failures, the bouncing back. You know, the refinement, the learning. God will send people. He'll send something for you to read. He'll send somebody to teach you. He'll send somebody to correct you. And this is all for his glory and for your blessings. So drive on through the problems, knowing that God will never forsake you. And he loves you and he wants what's best for you. So, Christina, I want to ask you, what what is your influencing style? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I ask tough questions. Uh, but everything we ask, we want, you know, we're, we're asking for our listeners and, and we just like you are at a certain point in your life, um, your relationship with God that I just know others can learn from you. Thank you for that. No, I think right at the end of the day, my influence style is about rocking the boat. So, you know, there's a lot of different uh, 
boats we can get into, but if you get in the boat with Christina Kane, <laughs> you have to be prepared that I'm going to rock the boat, or I may stand up. I know it gets a little rocky, and people are holding on, and they're like, why can't she just sit down like everyone else, right? Wow, so, that, that, know, that's <laughs> great. That's yeah. deep. That's deep. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's, that's who I am. I want to push the envelope. You know, I'm the person that says, well, you said no, but why is it really no? Is it no because you just want to say no and that's easier? Or does this make sense? And so, you know, I, I'm a girl that loves, at the end of the day, God receiving everything in, in a spirit of excellence. You know, I, I believe that a worship singer, though she may have a desire to worship God, maybe shouldn't be the head worship leader if she's not anointed to be that person. Mm. And I think, you know, and, and I don't say it to be mean, but we have got to learn to give God our best. And, you know, the world is so good about that. You're not, if you're an average singer, you're not going to become a superstar. It's just not going to happen. And so I just want even that kind of, I don't want to say that we're to idolize anything in the world. That's not what I'm saying. But the same level of excellence that they put out is something I, I hope and I, and I inspire and I even propel others to think about. You know, at the end of the day, is that your best? If it's not, then sit down because God only deserves the best from us especially with all that he's given to us time and time again. So I'm, I'm, you know, I really want people to think about what they're offering unto the Lord. Amen. Let me, let me stop you there, Christina. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We'll be right back. You are listening to the syndicated podcast, Slaying Your Giants, brought to you by Prodigal Sons Ministry. Visit our website, kingdavidhaines.com. Please support our efforts to serve by supporting the podcast, the book, which can be purchased at kingdavidhaines.com, or the Abner Haines Scholarship Fund. Any that would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at kingdavid at kingdavidhaines.com. Another form of support we have is a private community at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. You can choose your own level of support from $1 a month to $50 a month, and we encourage you to join our community on Patreon. Okay, we're back with Christina Kane, a wonderful woman of God, a leader, a leader in her family, a leader online, a leader who is to be uh, well-respected. Uh, you can see she is anointed of God as a teacher, and we're so glad to have you here. I, I'd like you... Uh, as we are coming close to the end of our episode, Christina, to to just imagine uh, some of the people uh, who are listening that that are still struggling. Uh, they believe in the Father. Uh, they've they've gone through whatever addictions they've gone through because we've had. 
you know, I'm all on here from from uh, sex, drugs, alcohol, gambling, incest, and domestic violence. Uh, I'd like you to just leave us a word. What would you say to them uh, if you were sitting in the living room with them? Can you leave us some words of encouragement for uh, our listeners to continue going forward toward the light? Absolutely. I just want your listeners to understand how important they are to the kingdom of God. That they are not to determine their past. They're not even to determine their present as not being good enough. You know, the, uh, what I love about the snow here in New England is, you know, the scripture talks about how each snowflake is uniquely made and how much more are we as children of God. So we serve mm. purpose. And as, you know, and I want you guys to understand that you are so important to the kingdom. What the devil wants to do, what the enemy's plan is, is to have you literally think about why you're not able, why you're not qualified. And if that were the case, none of us would ever walk into what God has for us. The fact is, you are alive, you are breathing today, you have purpose. Mm. And you need to learn to walk in that. I'm telling you, God is crazy about you. Um, even as King David was speaking, I saw a woman who's listening. And, um, you know, I saw that this woman has been praying about her incarcerated child. Mm. And I just want to encourage you, because the Lord told me that he, this is what he said, he said, you, what he said he will do, he's going to do. So you be encouraged. That's what I saw. And I also want you guys to know that I don't care if you're dealing with resentment and bitterness. God is able to heal you. Poverty. God is able to prosper you. Hopelessness. He's able to provide and give you hope. Whatever it is, take it to God the Father. You are his beloved child. There is a plan for your life, and I'm going to stand in agreement that we will touch and agree, according to Matthew 18, 19, whatever, when two or more touch and agree, that you will fulfill your earthly purpose, and that you will hear God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what I'm believing for you on today. Amen. Thank you for that. And and we stand and touch that in agreement with you. So that's a done deal. Amen. And, and I just, uh, I thank you for your time, Christina, and, and, and your wisdom. Uh, I'd like you to just leave us with... Uh, a few ways to to for the listeners to learn more about you and follow you guys and and continue to uh, interact with you. Do you have uh, do you have websites and and what have you? I do, and I wanted to say this last thing. I just feel pro- you know prompted to say this. You know, oh, go right, go right ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. Oh. Thank you, King David. There are are your listeners who may have a criminal past. Um, There are listeners, for whatever reason, don't march to the same beat that everyone else does, and so they feel lost and they feel hopeless. I want you guys to understand that God is calling you to be entrepreneurs. You have gifts in you. Some of you can have skills to bake and to cook, and so that's a business that God wants to bless. Um, you know, some of you just have entrepreneurial skills that God wants to utilize. So I just want you guys to be in prayer and ask God to show you what those gifts are so that it can be monetized. No, wow. I'm telling you, God is, the Bible says, 
that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. I just want to encourage you, this is the season that if you are properly positioned doing what God has put in you to do, you will see the wealth of the wicked passed on to you so that the kingdom of God can flourish and prosper. I'm telling you, he needs vessels in line. So the minute you find out what you're called to do and begin to activate that, you will see that the wealth that has been in the wrong hands will be transferred. But you cannot do that if you're not tapped into your purpose and you're not positioned. So, you know, we coach, we do speaking engagements. You can check us out at theofficialcanes.com. That's theofficialcanes, C-A-I-N-S.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, and we also have a page, the Kane Sisters, on Facebook as well. Amen. Amen. Well, we we have certainly enjoyed this this time, and we've enjoyed getting to know you and learn more about you. Uh, you, you know, we've just enjoyed hearing about that wonderful work that you and your sister and mother do. And we stand with you against the nationalists, the the bullying online. Uh, we we stand in, in with you and your family, uh, and we just thank you for being here, Christina. Uh, God will protect you and take care of you, as I know you well know. Uh, but. We, we stand with you against that, uh, and, and we just want you to know to keep going, to keep driving on, and, you know, no stumbling block that's placed before you it will, will deter you, because I can already tell that you're that type of person, that this is not the first stumbling block that's been yeah. placed before you. So you you guys keep driving on and and one day we'll get back up to Boston and 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 we'll have a party in the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pete David. It is an honor being on Slaying Your Giants. God bless you. Much love to you and your listeners and a Merry Christmas to you all. Same to you and we'll uh you guys, we're going to come to the end of this episode. I could I could talk to Christina the rest of the, the day, but we have time constraints, and we, we just thank you all for listening. Hope you got a lot out of this episode. Uh, it'll be up shortly all over online, and Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another episode of Slaying Your Giants. Thank you.